This week in Baby Quest, run like a butterfly and run like a bee. Also, it's all running. Okay. Baby Quest, my name is Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. How how are things? What's new? What? Oh, so last episode... Oh, yeah. Last episode, we said that we were going to We're definitely to be... 100% <laughs> promising for the big <laughs> sex reveal. Right. So went for my CVS appointment. So get ready for the Monday. big reveal. And they did the ultrasound, and baby looked great. Nice strong heartbeat, wiggling around. But they discovered, not surprisingly, that I had a pocket of blood in my uterus. And I was like, well, that makes sense. (laughs) I've been bleeding. And they were like, yeah, it's really close to the placenta. And so we don't want to go like poking around in there and maybe disturb that anymore. And so they said, we're going to rebook your appointment for next week and hope that that pocket of blood has gone down. So So we didn't do the testing. So what is it, boy or girl? You don't know yet. What do you mean? I thought you said you were going to tell me while we (laughs) recorded the podcast. We didn't do the test. You promised. I didn't promise. Including me. No. Anyway, we promise next week for sure, 100%. If everything goes well, then mm-hmm. we should know next week. Right. And that's a Leah guarantee. No. So besides not having the CVS done. Yeah. I did get a good ultrasound. So I saw, so I didn't get to go in or be part of any of this. No. But I did see the ultrasound picture and Squid looks like a baby now. Yeah. Sort of for the first time. Crazy. So at like... All the other ultrasounds, the baby is, squid has kind of looked like a lump, like sort of like a tater tot. <laughs> so they're now technically a fetus. I think they've been technically no, a fetus for a little a bit. No, I don't fetus yet. I thought so. Oh, you should look that up. I thought an app said that. So, but now like you can see the profile, like you can see the little nose and yeah. So it's like, it was exciting. Fetal development begins in the ninth week after fertilization, or 11th week of gestational age. Oh, okay. So they are a fetus. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so... Mike checks the baby apps more than I do. So don't get me wrong. Um, This is a very, very small baby still. The app says the size of a lime, and I don't know... Or like, what did you say today? A macaroon? Yeah, they could fit on a macaron. Oh, sorry. Macaron. Which is like, that's so in, tiny. In my mind, much smaller than a lime. I don't know where yeah. the baby app is getting these like yeah. miniature limes what is it? from. It's the bump that says says lime. The bump app. Yeah. So it says I, lime. I use, and... two, I use two baby apps. The bump. One and... is the bump made by the people who make wedding registry. <laughs> the apps. knot. Right. And what's the other one? So. Uh, Did you get your manly one back? Yeah. Oh, the manly one. It's so great. So let's talk about the apps for a minute. The okay, bump, sure. Things I, I like about the bump is they have nice graphics uh, for each 
different week comparing the the food item yeah fruit or vegetable and i feel like their information is like like simple enough to understand but like still gives you enough information they also the app also like below the critical stuff barfs out a million articles at you and it's all i don't know where it's from like it's like buzzfeed style stuff and i and, and, they... and not so some buzzfeed stuff like their buzzfeed news is sometimes good and fine i'm talking i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like the lame articles and they also like give you a daily size comparison yeah, so you, you get your, like, weekly homepage. With, Which is, like, your fruit. A, check it out. It's a lime. It's this big. And you can go into that, and you get, like, 3D models yes, of exactly of everything baby. looks. And Sorry. it... Um, 3D models of the baby and, like, what's developing that Yeah, and you week. get key points about what's going on. Let me open it up. We'll see what's going on this week. I mean, I've already looked, but... I mean, also, like... I didn't memorize it for the podcast. We're about to start a new week. Yeah, we're we're almost at week twelve. We're currently which is in week super 11. exciting. We're like two days away from week twelve. Yeah, which is when people normally tell other people they're pregnant. Yeah. True. So this week, week eleven, baby's brain is developing left and right hemispheres, which is insane. That's cool. Although this app does say the left side controls logic and math, the right processes language and arts, which I don't think is true. I mean, I think that's just a very generalized like idea of. So we're 0 for 1 on hard science so far, I guess. Uh, the baby's cute button nose. That is a fact. That is <laughs> I, scientifically, I, it is cute. I saw it in the ultrasound. It is a cute button nose. Uh, They're right. <laughs> his or her sense of smell is developing too. That's great. Eyes are still fused shut, unfortunately, until around week 26. Yeah. Um, not quite in final position. So eyes, eyes not quite up to snuff yet. Uh, the little webbed hands and feet are beginning to separate into fingers and toes this week. I know. And then, so after you look at the baby stuff, you get to see what's wrong with your pregnant woman body <laughs> after. Yeah. Yeah. Your belly may be starting to develop a bump. Did you know that, Leah? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Man, clearly the people who developed this app have not seen what I look like because, man, there's yeah. no hiding it. So you get all your weekly stuff, and there's a big long thing that I don't know if you need to read. But then there's a daily fact, and every single day of the pregnancy, it compares the baby's size, size to something, to something else. else. Yeah. And some days it's wildly different than others, and it's like I I don't know how possibly it could have been that size yesterday and of, this size today. Like it does seem like sometimes you're like, isn't this object smaller than that last object? It kind of makes you realize that a lime is maybe not like a universal standard for measurement <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> uh, but today's daily fact, on this day, your baby is the size of a macaron. I thought you said it could fit. No, it says it's the size uh, of. Okay, so that's like, I don't know. So anyway, that's the bump. It's, like it's kind of the, I've checked out a couple other apps and I have a couple. Not not as they're just they're not as nice. Not that this one is like the best or you know. No. I don't want to say this is the Baby Quest one and only approved app because no. it's like it's I, it's good. I have like three apps. If you reach my phone, I can. I don't remember all their names. Can you reach my phone for me? I can try it. The one other app. I have. Here's your phone. The one other app I have is called Daddy Up. Which, don't turn off the podcast yet, it sounds terrible. <laughs> I get it. The name is really, really bad. But it's actually like... And it like... sounds like it's going to be the lamest thing ever. Like, yeah. you would assume that, you know, week 11, 
make sure your man cave is stocked full of beer. <laughs> make sure you got your Bud Light stores ready for the long haul. Trimester 2 is going to be annoying. <laughs> stuff like that. But it's not. It's actually really not. It compares the baby size to, like, it's all woodsy nature things. Yeah. Like this week. And then they call the baby your cub, which is kind of lame, but maybe but kind of But also a little cute. This week your cub is the size of a caterpillar <laughs> and twice as hungry. So that that's is funny. cute. The, the one thing I will say about this app, the Daddy Up app, is it is very, like, heteronormative. Oh, extremely. So, you know, it's not it's not out there winning any well, inclusivity awards. It literally says lady cues. Clues. That's what I said, clues. Yeah, well, yeah. So, like, you know. A lady could use this app and it wouldn't. Right, I mean, yeah. Well, a lady may not refer to themselves as daddy, though. Yeah. I guess is sort of the issue right in the title, isn't it? And I mean, I think that is an issue with, like, a, a, a lot of apps are geared towards women who are carrying children, which not always the case. And it, like, a lot of apps do kind of fall into that, like, heteronormative trap. Sometimes, like... For sure, for sure, for sure. Like, they do sometimes say partner, like, but I don't think this it's... One, this one assumes that the user is a daddy and the pregnant person is a lady, because that that's all over this app, you're right. Right. But, I just wanted but to, like, does, you know, preface that, that, like, might not it, be for everybody. Right. It's a lot of tips about... <laughs> a lot of it is kind of uh, sort of self-explanatory stuff or probably should hopefully be obvious. But a lot of it is about being nice to your pregnant wife and don't forget to <laughs> do nice things for her and stuff. I mean, that's kind of cute. Yeah, like this week's, uh, it says Leah's appetite. You put in your, your partner's name, so oh. it personalizes it. Cute. Leah's appetite may be returning now that the morning sickness is fading. Help her be vigilant in keeping normal portions. Be careful. Is it warning you that I might eat too much and then get fat? I guess that would be one interpretation. I interpreted it the way That's that my I've been. Inter- oh, no, I've been interpreting it the way that we have literally been experiencing it. Where if you don't eat a normal or like reasonably sized portion, you feel absolutely ill for the rest of the night. Oh, I mean that is accurate. Yeah. If All you right. eat the amount that you want to eat when you're hungry, I would these, say like, like for the last month, you y- get horribly sick. So if I attempt to eat, yes, the amount that like my brain is telling me. I should be eating based on my hunger level or if I attempt to eat what I would have eaten before I was pregnant my body is an unhappy place yeah <laughs> this app also has a bunch of checklists and uh, things like oh you should have this ready by now have this in your bag mm-hmm. ready and all that and then it's got a big survival mode button at the bottom <laughs> and when you press that it's like Got a shortcut to call your doctor, directions to the hospital. <laughs> contraction uh, counter. It's got a contraction counter built in. I'm so like, it's got a bunch of stuff. That's cute. I, I think th- I think that is a cute app. I like it. It's not, yeah, it, it sounds gross and awful. Oh, and the, the trimesters are all like, right now, first trimester, it's we're in the woods. <laughs> and then <laughs> the second think- trimester is... I forget. Are we like scaling the mountain or something? Yeah, it's all like a climbing a mountain metaphor. Um, so that's what Mike uses. I use the bump 
I also use uh, Pregnancy Plus. Is that like Disney Plus? Uh, nope. Maybe? Is it like Apple Plus? Mm. Apple TV Plus? And then I also use, what is it? What is it? Ovia Pregnancy. So I kind of hop between all three apps and pick and choose what I like best. Um, looking at your phone, there's also something called Premom. Oh, that's what I use to track my ovulation. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, all my ovulation tests. Are either of those other ones you just mentioned good at all? Uh, okay. I mean, I don't love any of them enough to for that to be my only app. Okay. As we can tell, because I have three and I like look at all three of them. Great. So, yeah. So that was like 10 minutes of updates that we didn't think we were going to give you. Anyways. Right. Because this week is not about updates. Pregnancy apps. There aren't really many. And this week is not about pregnancy apps. Next week's episode, all about pregnancy apps. No. Okay. No, this week we wanted to talk about the butterfly run because it's coming up very soon on October 3rd and or 4th. Right. So the butterfly run is held in Ottawa and it raises money for Roger Nielsen House, which we've talked about before. You can go back and listen to our entire episode about Roger Nielsen and his house. <laughs> and normally it's a, you know, physical run that people from the lost community get together and do. Well, so it's still a physical run. It's not a mental oh, run. Oh, sorry, this year. an in-person run. Sorry. But of course this year with COVID, we can't gather. And so we are doing a virtual run. So if you're not familiar, most running events this year have been virtual, which just means you still sign up. Yeah. You still, well, depending what you do, you can get like a medal or prize or whatever. And the fees might be lower or the same or something. But everybody just runs on their own, usually all on the same day or weekend. But that's not even always strict. Yeah. Certain events don't have times submitted or tracked or anything like that serious ones definitely don't because no one's running on the same course but uh the cool thing is that you can just do it from wherever you could do it from the comfort of your own home if you wanted to I mean, you year. could walk 5k like around your house that day i've done yeah you can do that yeah but you can but you don't have to be in ottawa no, Canada so, this year to do it. So, so all of our international listeners, you'd better sign up. Well, we have somebody outside of Toronto who's doing the run and is part of our team. That's true. And we have somebody in Germany who true, is too. doing the run and is part of our team. So Okay, so the Butterfly Run, mm-hmm. last year obviously was the first time we did it. It takes place in October. Yeah. We did it, uh, we took part before we had ever even... Set foot inside Roger Nielsen. Into Roger Nielsen has. So it was my friend Meg, who we've had on the podcast. We've talked about her a lot. She, I feel like within a week or two after Eliza was born, was like sending us information about the butterfly run and was like, here's this thing. I want to do it. I'm signing up. I'm making a team. You guys don't have to participate, but, like, it's something I want to do. The first time we heard about it, though, was when we were still in the hospital. Our nurse told us about right. it because she's a big runner. Yes. Yes. You're, you're right. I feel like she said her, she had, she was a nurse for the people who started the run. Am I oh, getting maybe? that wrong? 
I don't remember. Maybe. That's like, I don't know. It was a weird time, right? But like, that's what my... There was a lot going on. That's what my brain has held on to. That our nurse was also the nurse for the couple who started the butterfly run in Ottawa. I mean, we could easily find out because we know everybody, but (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't matter to this podcast. No. So that's where we first heard about it. And we were like, okay, yeah, maybe that's a thing. And Meg started rolling with it. And then Meg started it and was like, what, you know, asked us what we wanted the team name to be because oh yeah, it was going to be in memory of Eliza and for us. And so she was, you know, she asked us if we wanted it to be Team Eliza. And at that point, that seemed very, like a very private thing. That, like, we weren't ready to share with the world. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but it it felt really weird and, like, morbid. No, like, that wasn't my feeling. It just felt, like, very intrusive into my life and a very private thing that I didn't want to share with the world. Well, it was more like... No, I'm just telling you how it made me feel. No, I'm telling you how it made you feel. (laughs) You felt something different, that is fine. It was more like, I I thought it would be really weird to see, like, people wearing t-shirts with Eliza's name or something. Like, that would be way too much. Like, that would be super weird. I mm. wouldn't like it. It would be, like, scary and weird and awkward and, like... I think we were just very private us. at that point about it. Yeah, so... And now, obviously, so that she, has yeah. changed for us. <laughs> A little. So, yeah, she asked us if we wanted what we wanted it to be and we were like could never be team eliza are you kidding that's too no way <laughs> so, so we chose was... team day wheeler right like our last names yeah which um, is fine totally fine did a bunch of fundraising yeah we we raised a lot of money we were very happy about that yeah we went out and we did the run. not as much money raised this year but it's a different year. I mean, people I think... aren't sad for us anymore. <laughs> They've forgotten all about Eliza. I mean, I do think that it probably hit a little differently last year versus this year for our family and our friends. Because well, when we were trying to raise money for it last year, it was like a month after Eliza was born, basically. Yeah, and so it was the first. It was the first thing where people could focus their energy on something. Where they, where like it was helping with their grief, but they also felt like they were able to help us in a way. Like it was the first kind of moment of like this gave everybody a focus and like a purpose. Anyway, it was very nice. Yeah. Mike was the top fundraiser. Thank you. <laughs> and we did the event and it was a cool but bright and sunny day. And yeah, it was last year was later in October. Yeah. It was actually on my birthday. Yeah. I wasn't going to give out your birthday and dox you, but... And, you know, we had, like, a bunch of friends. We had some family there. Yeah, we had a pretty good crew there. Yeah, it was a good... Some family came out just to watch and not participate, which... I mean, if you're going to come all the way out, like, it's just a 5K. You can walk. Yeah. Most people were walking. So that's, that's, I guess, an important note about the run is that it's a walk slash run it's not a timed race yeah there's no one is there's no chip timing there's no prizes for being faster or slower or anything like that it says you go it's for fun uh and it really if you want like a lot of people were running and ran a 5k and that's great and it really is like it is a time for people who have gone through a loss you know a miscarriage um 
pregnancy or infant loss in any way, really. Mm-hmm. It's a time for them to like come together, honor their babies, and be surrounded by other people who have experienced that. Yeah. And like have a sense of community. Yeah. Because we know that like this is one of the most isolating experiences. Yeah. So it was great. It was a So we did it. Great day. I basically almost came first in the run. I mean, to be fair, you were running with two people you knew and I don't think they would have purposely outrun you. Well, so there was one one like real the two show off people guy. you were like our friends and family who were running with you. I ran with my the- brother and my friend Dan. Right. So they wouldn't have tried to beat you they would have just let you win okay well dan could have beat me easily if he wanted to. <laughs> i know but he wouldn't have is what i'm saying i know and he didn't he ran with us the whole time so what was <laughs> because it because at we that ran, event so it was would, me like... so there was it was me and tommy and dan taken off ahead of the whole pack and then one other guy joined us so Got it was like you, four yeah. of us but you there, were like running together. But there was this one real jerk who just ran way out ahead of everybody. And he was like, I'm so fast. Everybody look at me. Butterfly Run is all about me. Whoever this guy is, don't know who he is. Some guy thought he was so great because he was running so fast. And that guy finished way ahead. So that guy finished first, technically, I guess. <laughs> And then when we came to the end, the other mystery person who we were running with kind of took off and out in front a little bit. So I guess if you're being really technical about it, he technically finished like second. But then as a group, the real sort of first placed finishers, me, Tommy and Dan, (laughs) we were the real first place finishers. I apologize if you are the first first and second place finishers from last year and you are listening to this podcast if you are tweet at me i want to rematch i've been oh running boy. all summer oh boy i'm ready oh boy so anyway i won the butterfly race <laughs> it's not a race <laughs> there was no race component to it oh um <laughs> but yeah this year this year it will be easier because it's virtual and there likely won't be anyone faster than me in our group so that's a plus so that's a big plus about it being virtual this year but we are having uh we are meeting out in our end of town um for anyone who is like on our team or i don't know even not on our team just want to uh team eliza this year very socially distance with a mask probably if you're walking yeah so team eliza this year is we'll be meeting in front of sacred heart High school in Stittsville. Yeah. And we'll be walking along the Trans-Canada Trail. Beautiful Trans-Canada Trail, formerly railroad tracks. Yep. (laughs) And we're just going to kind of do an out and back situation. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this, guess what? I've got good news. You can show up on... Actually, do we know if we're doing it the third or fourth yet? I was going to do it on the third, the Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. I mean, I'll probably be posting stuff about it on... Yeah, there's going to be stuff on social media about it. Love for Buzz and maybe even Baby Quest. Well, now we're committing to it. We'll have to post about it on Baby Quest. Sure. And we'll let you know what time. So anyway, all that to say, if you're listening to this and you're like, Whoa, how do I get involved? You can look in your podcast description. 
on your device right now. Mm-hmm. And there is there's going to be at least one link. Uh, you can sign up and you can join our team. It's ten bucks to enter the event and as do an it as an individual. Yeah, ten bucks as twenty five if you're ten dollars Canadian. So if you're listening to this in the United States and you want to do it, that's like eight dollars pocket change. <laughs> that's like the change in the cushions of your couch. It's nothing to you. If you're a family, two adults plus children, it's twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's like super affordable this year. We, you know, cut the cost down a little bit because we knew virtual. It's virtual. We're not providing the same resources and stuff we normally do no there's no coffee and bagels right yeah leah keeps we haven't even talked about this leah keeps referring to we when she's talking about the race organization (laughs) because she since the last butterfly run she has joined the butterfly run ottawa race committee and she's their communications officer yeah so she runs the butterfly run social media accounts and is on the committee and stuff yeah so when i when i say we and us and i talk about stuff like that it's because i i am part of the decision making process yeah so yeah you can join if you don't want to walk or run five kilometers with us or by yourself or with other people uh, I mean, but you, can... you do want to make a donation that's you can donate to the team or directly directly to me and that goes to a great cause I mean, Roger you, Nielsen has. you also don't have to walk outside you could do it inside on a treadmill you could just walk up and down your stairs get ripped legs get those mountain legs yeah so you know there's options yeah but seriously anyone who's interested Feel free to join the team or make your own team or feel free to donate to Roger Nielsen House because it's helped us a lot. Yeah. And if you want more information or have questions, send us a message. Last year, this year's fundraising goals are considerably lower because it's because it's virtual race. And, and because it's COVID, COVID right? COVID and people so, don't have as much money because they've been out, out of, of work, work and, for nine months and stuff. So last year we raised over $92,000. Which is absolutely wild. Which was incredible. And that paid for what? Like one and a half. Like a, yeah, a social worker. Full-time social. Like they added social workers to the program. They added more. More programs, programs and, and like support, support and systems. Yeah. So like super, super, super direct. It uh, like goes and directly support. helps members of the community, which is amazing. This year we had a very conservative goal for fundraising we set our fundraising goal at five thousand dollars because we knew like it's you know with covid and like we we just like we're like this is it's not going to be the year and i just checked right now Mm -hmm. and we have raised over thirty seven thousand dollars oh sweet so if you're listening you don't need to donate i mean Every, put away your wallets, every, every everyone. Every dollar helps. No, put away your wallets. Butterfly Run has too much money. Every dollar helps. I'm just joking. We like Roger Nielsen House. But just like we've been, all that to say is we've been blown away by the amount we have been able to fundraise this year. Yeah. It's like incredible. And it's great because Roger Nielsen House is doing a lot of great work and i can't imagine what it would be like to need that direct support right now like if you had a loss right now and there's you can't have 
in-person yeah sessions with sessions, a social worker or like the, the bereavement group the that we did group like doesn't exist or it's like online or something i think um, it still exists i think they're just doing like zoom right it's calls it must be i mean i know how we felt difficult and awful it was for us yeah. and so it's worse now so yeah. that sucks for lots and lots of people so it's great to be able to help out with that yes for sure yeah so butterfly run this year 2020 october 3rd and 4th we're probably doing ours in stittsville on the october 3rd in the morning yeah so look forward to a recap of that sometime after that happens. And we'll probably be giving you like a final fundraising total. Sure. Yeah. And again, even I don't even care if you're driving right now. Look at the podcast description. No. <laughs> when it is safe to do so, check out the podcast description. There'll be some links in there you can go to. Check out. Or don't. If you don't. I mean, if you don't want to, it's cool. We're you, still friends. I still love you. There's also stuff on my social media, at Love for Buzz. Talked about it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, if you can't donate or don't want to donate, that's fine. No pressure. This is a very low pressure, no pressure situation. We're just, we're just excited for the butterfly run. Yeah. So I ran a lot this summer. And then and since September. So as soon as my event ended where I ran 1,000 kilometers... I was like, I'm going to give my legs a break for a week. And that week has turned into like three weeks now. <laughs> I've been doing other things. I'm yeah. still going for walks and stuff. And I've been doing a lot of yoga. Not a lot. I've been doing some yoga. <laughs> but I haven't run since But I mean, you were <laughs> running like eight kilometers a day. And you went from running eight kilometers every single day mm. to running no kilometers a day. Yeah. <laughs> that's why i'm fat is that what you're saying i didn't say that i did a lot of running this summer i was tired (laughs) i know i need i was i needed rest i know i ran across tennessee virtually i know i got everybody listening guess what i got my first belt buckle anyway belt buckle is the traditional prize for an ultra marathon and the i did this virtual race across tennessee which is a thousand kilometers in four months. It was a lot of running. It was a lot more running than I'm used to, but I got my first belt buckle and I feel very accomplished. Thank you. Okay. So if you want to follow us on baby quest pod on Instagram uh-huh. or baby quest cast on Twitter, right? or follow me at love for buzz on Instagram, uh, you can send us an email. Yeah. Let's check the emails right now. At Baby quest. Uh, it's baby quest pod. Baby quest pod at, at gmail. gmail.com. Hang on, mail call. None. Nothing. It's the Good same. The same one security alert from Google is there. Perfect. From last week. Uh, all right. So keep those letters coming. We love to. We love reading all your feedback and letters, and your nice questions and uh, episode suggestions and topics. And we'll talk to you next week. I love you. Bye. Mwah.